Parenting is a full-time job, and providing effective support for today's teens can be challenging. The Parent Engage 360 podcast aims to provide connections and information from experts in the fields of chemical health, mental health, internet safety, and more. It's a comprehensive view on parenting, provided in a personal, convenient format. Tune in to today's episode of the Parent Engage 360 podcast series. Hello, thank you for joining us today. I'm Liz Burgard, Parent Involvement Coordinator. Parenting is hard and our mindset is one way that we can help ourselves and our youth to be the best humans that we can be. Today, Kevin Bross, Achievement Coach at Blaine High School, and I are going to have an enlightening conversation about growth versus fixed mindset and how it is so important for students, staff, and parents to understand. And we're also going to explore the power of the word yet. The first time I heard Kevin present on this concept was at the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation event. I remember feeling inspired and intrigued by the idea that my mindset can have an influence over my behaviors and what I believed about myself and others. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Kevin, and I'm so grateful that he was able to join us today. Hi, Kevin, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited. Can you give us a little idea of who you are and how you began your work in the field of education? Yeah, absolutely. So my current role, I'm uh, the achievement coach at Blaine High School. Um, I taught uh, social studies for a number of years in a number of different districts around the metro area. Um, I was, you know, I was really, I was inspired by my father. He was a uh, social studies teacher at Anoka High School. So he was a football coach, baseball coach, you know, and I just saw all the great, um, you know, connections between, you know, education and real life right. that, uh, that, you know, it, that inspired me. I was like, this is such a cool <laughs> profession, you know, mm-hmm. what does it take to do that? So that's kind of, that's kind of where it came from. And then I, uh, I'm a Champlain Park High School graduate as well. So I had some um, amazing teachers there that just kind of took me under their wing and said, hey, I, I think you can do this too. So that's kind of, that's kind of my journey. So you didn't really far, go far away from where you grew up and where you went to high school and now you're back into our district. No, no, I didn't go. I, you know, I, I, I spent a little time at Wyzetta High School teaching there, Richfield High School. Uh, I taught at Coon Rapids High School. So that's right. It's kind of right around the metro area here. Well, welcome back. I know you've been here a while, but we're glad that we're very glad that you're back at Blaine and doing the work there that you do. Well, thank you. Um, so you had mentioned that you're an achievement coach. Sometimes, or me, I guess I don't have children in high school yet. So can you tell us what an achievement coach is and what they what your role is at Blaine? Yeah, absolutely. So as an achievement coach, um, I don't I don't work directly with students. I get to collaborate with teachers. Like that's the biggest difference. And it's around instructional practices. So each uh, of the high school has somebody in my position. Okay. Um, you know, buildings have uh, school improvement plans and they have goals. Uh, and then it's my job then to you know work with teachers and you know put those into practice. Um, I also have opportunity to work at the district level as well. So part of my job is kind of that in-between person mm-hmm. between the high school um, and the school district on initiatives. Could be grading or technology, um, curriculum, things like that. So it's a, it's a, it's an awesome, it's never the same thing <laughs> twice. Um, a lot of different things at the same time and it just keeps me on my toes. Do you have a favorite part of the work that you have 
have seen that you really gravitate towards or really enjoy doing? Yeah, absolutely. Number one, hands down, it's the cross pollination of ideas. That's mm-hmm. what that's what we call it. It's like a like a little bee that that takes some great instructional practice from one teacher and then shares that with others. And then you know you just get to see that snowball effect. Um, you know that's 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 a pretty amazing thing to see. I love that, and just um, that you kind of can be the go-to person to make those connections and ideas happen, and and watch what happens when everyone's ideas can beautifully come together to help our district and our students. Yeah, absolutely. Need to see things, you know, expand and grow, and and uh, even between buildings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun position. We're going to switch gears a little bit. So I know uh, growth mindset has been some work that you've been doing for several years, which is part of the work that you're doing with staff at your building, but also you've supported district um, educator, district staff and educators on this idea and also people nationally around the topic of growth mindset. So for those people who maybe don't know, or maybe they have heard the word before and don't really understand what it means, can you tell us a little bit about it and kind of how you got into the work and what that means? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, starting with just like defining what it what growth mindset is, it's it's a belief. Um, so you know, we just start at the at its most basic. Uh, growth mindset is a belief, uh, but it's the belief that our our skills and our abilities and our intelligence are malleable or changeable. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. That we can change those things. Um, we can improve in any area. Now, we're not saying that everyone's going to be the exact same. Um, we start at different spots, absolutely. But it, growth mindset is that belief that we can improve in any area, you know, through effort, feedback, strategies, help from other people. Um, and it's, I mean, it seems simple, but it's, it's a, the term was coined by Stanford professor, uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, like after 30 years of research, mm-hmm. you know, he started learning about um, what is this mindset that that these that these people have who tend to expand their potential and you know maybe outperform a lot of people? So th- that's kind of where it, where it came from. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's the concept of the um, growth mindset, but also a fixed mindset. And Carol's work, Dr. Dweck's work, did a lot of talking about what those were and how you can um, continue to grow and change and be adaptable over time. So can you give us the difference between the two and what that means? So we used to think long time ago that uh, the brain stopped growing early on in in childhood. Like that was the neuroscience at the time. It was, hey, uh, you know, I was told, Kevin, you have this many, uh, you know, brain cells. Uh, uh, Try not to, uh, you know, kill any of them as you go through life. And we know through research that that's that's not the case. That's not the case anymore, that we can continue to develop and grow and learn throughout adulthood. So people who understand that and believe that aspect, that's the growth mindset. But Mm -hmm. on the flip side of that, we also have people that believe that, you know what, I'm born with, you know, a certain amount of intelligence or a certain amount of ability and that it's overall it's unchangeable. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even just think of, you know, someone who has who has said, uh, I'm not a math person or I'm not a music person or I'm not an art person. Those are fixed mindset beliefs. It's like mm-hmm. I, I just don't have that. And there's not a ton I can do about it. I was thinking a little bit about that um, in some of the information you had sent me beforehand about 
also that you don't have just like all of a sudden you have a growth mindset and everything is roses and beautiful. Like there are some things that you have this awesome growth mindset that you're thinking about getting feedback on and growing and changing. And then there are those things that you still might have a fixed mindset about like math growing up. If you were told that, or you had the mindset, like, I'm not good at math. I'm never going to be good at math. You might still be in a fixed mindset with that but in something else, have a growth mindset about a different topic or something different than that. Is that true? Absolutely. That's true. I like to re- like think of it this way. Instead of like, I either have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, I like to think of it as being in mm-hmm. a growth mindset mm-hmm. or a fixed mindset. And, you know, I, I, I do this work, um, you know, I've consulted with or, around this work. And I would be the first person to tell you I cannot stand or like you know stand here and say, uh, "Hi, I'm Kevin. I have a I have a growth mindset." Like that, that would be a false claim. I can say that I work really hard to have a growth mindset in different areas more than I have a fixed mindset, and I and I work really hard at being aware of that self talk or when I slip in or when something triggers me into that, and I have strategies to overcome that. So absolutely, we're, we're not one or the other. It's a, it's a spectrum. And we just, we, you know, learning about it is really is, is going to be step one. Well, thank you for sharing that information on the difference between a fixed mindset and that we're being in it, not just one or the other. And I think that that's really important to be thinking about as we continue our conversation. Um, we're going to take a short break and we will be back shortly. In addition to this podcast, Anoka Hennepin's Parent Engage 360 commitment includes events as learning opportunities. A screening of the documentary, Like, is set for Thursday, January 20th, 2022. The event will be virtual, with registration links located at ahschools.us slash parentengage360. Like is a film that explores the impact of social media on our lives and the effects of technology on the brain. Understand that connection and learn strategies for people of all ages to self-regulate so they can enjoy balanced and fulfilled lives. This event is made possible in part by the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation, including grants from the Ham Lake Area Chamber of Commerce and Spring Lake Park Lions. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and also learning a little bit more about Kevin and how he um, got into his current role and then also how he started into the work of this this idea. So, Kevin, now you've been working through uh, working with with growth mindset for quite some time. How did you begin implementing this work into your classroom or with your coworkers and other adults? I started. with myself. And that's what I would really encourage other people to do as well is I, I reflected a lot on my, my past, my, um, just, you know, what education was like for me, um, my experiences, you know, and just reflecting on how a fixed mindset held me back in my life. And I could, I could probably tell you two hours of stories about things that happened in my life where I was like, oh my gosh, my fixed mindset is what my roadblock was. It, mm-hmm. it, it tabled some of my potential. Um, I think about, you know, growing up and being in a, in a high level math class in elementary school and then hitting that roadblock in middle school and I didn't do well. And instead of believing that I could get better at it, 
I started to question what I really thought about myself. Like I, I questioned my intelligence um, because I didn't believe that I could continually improve. I, I believed that I either had it or I didn't. And when it was easy, that meant I had it. But as soon as it got hard, that's when it hit me. It was like, oh my gosh, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not as smart. Mm-hmm. And then it's struggle. like, I just, yeah, I, I struggle. I just want to give up. I just want to quit. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine a lot of people have those stories as well. Um, but, you know, as far as like implementing this, you know, I encourage adults and students to go internal first and, and think back on your own journey first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we're not going to move people from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset um, unless you've, you know, gone through the journey yourself. So defining it, you know, introspection, kind of that, you know, metacognition, thinking about your own thinking mm-hmm. um, is really where it starts. So that would be step one. There's, you know, beyond that at Blaine High School, um, we really focused on the language. So just using, like thinking about what we're communicating with our language. So after defining what a growth mindset and a fixed mindset is and going internal, then we start looking at the language we use. So like the word smart, for example. Um, when do we use that? You know, as educators, we often, and, and parents, we often say somebody's smart when it's easy and mm-hmm. mistake-free. You know, somebody does something, they didn't have to put in a lot of effort, and we're like, oh, you're so smart for doing it. Well, hang on a minute now. What message are we sending? Mm-hmm. If it's easy and you can do it without making mistakes, then you're smart. But when it's difficult, then you're not. That's right. what we're sending. So we, we wanted to rethink that process. So then we looked at the language that we were using. When we were talking about setting up this podcast, and I've heard you speak before, so I've, I've thought about growth mindset, but then I, you know, put it in my back pocket and then life happened. And then when we talked about doing this podcast again, I started rethinking my thinking. I uh, pulled out some information you had sent me uh, a while back. And then even started thinking about how I'm talking to my own children. And I am saying some of the things you're saying, like, you're so good at reading or you're so smart. Right. And instead of, so I've started to even do that this week of changing what I'm saying in my language to be like, you did a really great job on um, sounding out words or trying to be very specific on things that I'm hearing they're doing instead of saying you're smart because of this. Or so even as a, a mom, I'm really trying to restart doing that after the information that you sent me, even though I know that this is important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I do the same. I have, I have three kids uh, in Anoka Hennepin schools as well. And I'm, I'm continuing that journey. I mean, it is a journey. It, yes. It's not a proclamation. You don't just get to declare, uh, <laughs> I have a growth mindset and my kids are too, or, or telling somebody to have one. I mean, that's not right. how it works. I mean, it's a, it is a process. And I, it sounds like what you're doing is, you know, is one of those things that um, what the research says with language is praise the process, mm-hmm. um, praise the strategies instead of when it's, you know, when they get everything right and it was easy, we're going to say, you know what, looks like you put a lot of time into that or you put effort into that or you mm-hmm. use this strategy and that's why you are successful. It's like tying the strategies to the result. And if things don't go well and it didn't, you know, you, you got them all wrong, well, what were the strategies you used, you know, and, and how can I help you and, and support you in that journey? Um, we want to be praising the effort and praising 
the process as opposed to always the end result. Well, I think that's so important too, because it's giving your your child or, or your student um, tools to know how to do the process for when they come into another situation that maybe isn't the math situation, but maybe it's reading or maybe it's a conversation with a friend. They at least have some specific tools of things that they know that they can do well in one situation that then they can carry over into other situations too. Absolutely. So, so those are great questions. It's like that, you know, coaching kids through that mm-hmm. and adults. It's, you know, well, how did you over, how did you overcome this previously? What strategies did you use? You know, mm-hmm. um, what, what else might you need? So yeah, those are all super important pieces to that, to that language piece of, of, you know, starting or implementing that work. Um, and even the word, I mean, the power of the word yet is so important. I mean, that's, that is low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, at Blaine High School, that was probably like one of the first things that that we did was just, all right, step one this week, uh, when you hear a student say, you know, I can't do this or I'm not good at this, just add yet to that statement. Like, yep, you can't do it yet. But with help and feedback and perseverance, we can get you there. And that that alone is a is a great start. And so, I mean, it would it, you'd hear that, you know, um, in the hallways and, you know, people joking about it, but all in good fun, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's how you know it's having, having an impact. This kind of, this question kind of goes into what we're talking about, but why is it so important for both students and parents to be thinking about their, their growth mindset and, and ways that they can improve upon themselves? You know, it, number one, it, it impacts motivation. Like you think about the potential that would be left on the table. There, there is no test for a person's potential. And so this, this idea impacts the motivation. We all hold beliefs about our own abilities and potential. And then those beliefs are going to impact our motivation in those areas. So if I believe that I can't do it, you know, I'm going to shut down. I'm not going to reach my full potential in that area. I mean, there's so much research out there. Like we know that um, students do better in school when they have a growth mindset. We know they persevere longer. We know that they choose, you know, more challenging tasks. We know their stress levels are lower. We know that they build better relationships and this goes for adults as well. So like, those are huge pieces. You know, you just think about if somebody is in a fixed mindset, if I believe that I can improve, think how stressful that is. Like I, I constantly have to be putting my skills out there for show. I have to convince myself and others that I have it. Because if I don't, like, how sad is that? So now my choice is, you know, either I shut down or, you know, or, or I or I just move on to something else. Like, I'm not going to persevere any longer. So it's for adults as well. I mean, we want to continue learning. And, mo- and adults need to model that for students. Going back to what you were talking about, I kind of had the same story as you did for math, where math in elementary school was a breeze. I was really, I felt like I was very good at it. I probably, I did have a fixed mindset. And then I went to to junior high and was in the advanced math group and then was told that I wasn't good at math and then started telling myself that I wasn't good at math. Right. And then my teacher in high school told me the opposite. Like you do, you are really good at math. You should try the harder classes. And because of my fixed mindset, I wouldn't do it. I was like, no, I'm not good at math. I'm not going to succeed in that. And so I think about back to that a lot too of um, how my fixed mindset during that time probably did limit me and inhibit me from 
learning to my full potential because of the story that I told myself about myself based on conversations that I thought were happening. So I think that that's so important um, as a student for students to be thinking about like you are very good at things and even if you think you're not good, you're not good at it yet. Absolutely. And, and we can help you get tools and resources and coach you through to continue to learn and hone your skills. And then also as a adult, teacher, mom, dad, parent, your role as an adult is to also think about the language that you're telling students about themselves and really trying to encourage um, that they are able to do things as long as they put their mind to it and helping to give those tools and resources to get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I Even another phrase too is, is we want to encourage people to be learn-it-alls, not know-it-alls. I love that. And, I, and I'm stealing that. That's from Microsoft Corporation. Like <laughs> that is something that they, they have worked with growth mindset as well. And they are embedding that into their culture uh, in the company. And, you know, that's a phrase that they use. And I've kind of adopted that here as well is be a learn it all, not a know it all, like mm -hmm. absorb everything that you possibly can. So, um, and also, you know, even going back a little bit to like what we can do to help people move towards a growth mindset, mm -hmm. possibly the single most important thing is sharing the neuroscience of it, like sharing the idea that your brain can grow. Like I, and I've done this, you know, some people go like, well, okay, Kevin, how do you do this with, I have a six-year-old at home. Well, you know what? You can, like my first exposure or, or um, my first experience sharing that with my own child at, you know, age six was drawing a circle on a napkin. And I just said, hey, here's your brain. See all these squiggly lines? Those are your brain cells. Those are your neurons. When you struggle, when you make mistakes and you recognize those mistakes, watch what happens. And I drew more lines. Mm -hmm. and, and that was about it. And she goes, dad, you're saying that my brain can grow when things are hard. I'm like, yes, they can. Oh, okay. Like, and that was like the introduction. Like, that's all it took. Now, there are so many other resources out there for parents and adults to use to share that neuroscience, but there are colleges and universities across the country who are doing mandatory interventions of sharing that neuroscience with incoming freshmen, and they are seeing results. It's like convincing us that, yes, our brains can grow, and that moves us into a growth mindset. One of the videos you had sent me had shown the the synapses are just yeah. growing. It just shows like how it continues to grow. So I, I with my children was kind of doing the same thing this week. I was like, I, I know all of this stuff now. Like I'm going to be a way better parent because now really? I watch some things. But I was telling them last night in the car, I'm like, your brain like continues to grow. And I was like, do it using my fingers of how the, the synapses continue to connect. When you're struggling, it's working harder. So I was doing the same thing uh, to my kids this week of like, I just learned this cool thing. Let me tell you about it. And they, of course, were like, uh-huh, mom. But continuing to have the conversation and 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 thinking about it and, and telling my kids that they can learn things, it just might be hard sometimes. Yeah, we, we want to value struggle. Like that, mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, value it. And just think about the words, the language, you know, think about rescuing your child from the struggle too early, you know, Productive struggle is really what we want. You know, mm -hmm. we don't we don't we don't want them to the learned helplessness, right? Where we just quit and shut down. There's got to be some some movement there, but we value the struggle. 
because that's what grows our brains. That's a great message to, to send to our students. Are there any additional resources that if parents or students wanted to learn more that they sh- that you could share on our podcast today? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would point um, parents and, and families into the direction of mindsetworks.com um, actually does have some parent resources there um, and some videos and things like that. Um, also, another one would be mindsetkit.org. That is from the Stanford Psychology Department. And that's, you know, Stanford has really been the, the one leading a lot of this work um, around growth mindset. So, I, you know, those two lo- um, links or resources would be extremely valuable. Some of the um, things that I also found helpful were if there were some tests that you could take or just some quick quizzes online to kind of see where you, if you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset, and then some tools to help you as a a human to think about your own thoughts and your own mindset. I thought those were really helpful. And then I also know um, that, like I said, I was trying to do this more this week of, of things you can say, maybe you say, um, I can see you worked hard on, on this. You, that would be a, a growth mindset way, something to say instead of you're so smart. Yeah. So um, there are some really great tools out there too of phrases that we typically say and different ways we can say them to promote, to promote the growth mindset. Yeah, absolutely. And I think those might be linked on those, uh, those two websites, okay, like yep. free downloads there. Yep. You can take the inventory. Um, the language one is a great place to start. I thought those are really helpful and those are some things that I have been doing. And then I know um, at one point you had given us a nice card of things that you can say to yourself about, I'm not good at this instead of you could say, what am I missing? So there's some really great tools and resources on the things that you've shared with us that are a great place to start for parents. If they're wondering how I can start to implement this into, into my family or for myself. Absolutely. And I'm more than, more than happy to, to follow up with anybody who is looking for additional resources that they might might need. So just some takeaways that I heard that you shared with us today during this conversation is I really liked the we're not know-it-alls, we're learn-it-alls, that we're, we can continue to learn from birth until the very end of our life, that um, even if we think something is hard, that we can have tools and resources and our brain does continue to grow and change. Um, so we can do it. It might take additional struggle and, and time, but we are able to continue to learn things. And I really think the um, thinking about the phrase, I cannot do it yet, is really important. One huge takeaway is when you start to doubt yourself, um, to put yet after that, to know that it is possible and you can do it. And then lastly, that um, as adults, we can be role models for children and either show in our behavior how we're still trying to learn things, but also helping our, our kids when they're struggling with something and saying they can't do it to know that they can. Absolutely. Yeah. And these are these are all great, great things. And it, it just know that it is a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, as we wrap up today, Kevin, is there any last words or information or aha things that you'd like to share with our audience? You know, I I don't think so. I think just reiterating the idea that um, you know, like you said, like learning is a is a physical change that takes place in our brain, and um, you know, we all may not be at the same spot or able to get to the same spot, but regardless of where we're at, we can all improve. And um, it is, and I will say, it has been life changing for me 
Like I honestly can think of my life pre-growth mindset mm-hmm. and post-growth growth mindset. Um, and it's it's a lot better on the growth mindset side. I can vouch for that. So, um, But it is a never-ending journey. So thank you so much for having me. Um, I just want to say thank you on behalf of the school district and the parents and our community that are going to listen to this. Thank you for your time and the work that you continue to do each day to support our students and our staff and our community. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This resource is produced as a partnership between the Anoka Hennepin Parent Engagement Program and Student Services Department. Be sure to check out additional episodes in the Parent Engage 360 podcast series. For more information or to share feedback, visit ahschools.us slash parentengage360.